Hey guys, Minnie and Wilmgard here again with another episode of the FFBE podcast. Today we are covering uh, Regis and Arden. They are the new units that were released yesterday? Technically this morning. Yeah, we're recording on Thursday. Um, so yeah, they were released this week, Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, depending on where you are. Uh, so that's pretty much what we're going to talk about, as well as the event. We're just going to quickly talk about if there's any equipment or anything in the raid that's coming along, Mini. Is there anything you'd like? As far as I can tell, it seems like a standard raid. The craftable equipment, uh, the only the only thing I really like is the true premium leather jacket, and that is purely because it's 50% fire resistance coming from one item slot. I think... Uh, that's fantastic in certain trials. Uh, right away it comes to mind, I remember struggling with uh, Omega. I know a lot of us won't struggle with today's units, but that's one of those trials where you need 100% fire resistance on everybody. And being able to get it from just one, getting half of it, sorry, from one item slot, I think that's fantastic. And we don't know what's coming out down the road, especially Global sometimes like to, likes to put out their own unique trials. So I think I'm going to pick this one up for sure because... Worst case scenario, it's wasting 20 Lapis from the item slots. I don't care. I think the 50% fire resist is worth it. And then the other thing I like is uh, from the event points, there is a uh, pair of angel earrings you can pick up. And it's the similar thing. So it gives you 50% dark resist at the cost of one item or one accessory slot, which I think is fantastic. I already have a couple of these, but... You can never have enough when it's that slot efficient for resistances. Yeah, exactly. The extra the extra resistances actually makes a huge difference a lot of the time because you have to gear up five five slash six units depending on how you play it out for that element type. So having more, especially like this true premium leather jacket, is really, really good. This type of an event, uh, because of the new raid summon system with the boxes and all that, it's great for farming out awakening material, not awakening material, um, ability awakening material, the crists. You get a ton of them if you complete this of all kinds of types. So it is really good to go through and get them just because it does allow you to awaken a lot of really strong units because uh, they take a freaking lot like i know most recent units have like six or seven abilities that you have to awaken to make them good so yeah. it's just something to uh, think about there and gill i'm out of gill <laughs> you, you can never have enough money in this game kind of like in life honestly there's always something to pay for there's some kind always of, something some kind of bill but that's all I got pretty much for homecoming. I don't know if you had any I mean the No, that's that's literally all I had to comment on. I love I love that you get the crisps and then that true premium leather jacket that you mentioned. Those are the two big things. Um it's a standard raid. The thing's weak to fire, so bring things that do fire damage and you'll crush it. Yeah, I do max damage by I just swapped uh Diablos for Ifrit on my on my Elena and Demon Killer for Beast Killer and I have no problem hitting max damage even with no elemental. So it's it's a standard like super weak raid boss. Yeah, it's not it's not very strong. Not at all. So what do you think about the new units? What do you want to 
Who do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the uh, wimpy, supporty king? Or do you want to start out with the badass, trench coat wearing DPS? Well, everyone knows you start with the wimp first. And All you right. end with the badass. The badass is always a little bit late. That's what makes him cool. One thing I'm noticing with a lot of the recent units is Stardust Ray has become a very prominent chaining family. The, the last four or five DPS and even supports or tanks have like that have chaining abilities seem to have Stardust Ray slotted in there. There's a ton of Stardust Ray chainers coming out everywhere. Yeah, I think since... Uh... Aldor King Rain came out. Even before that, actually, there was a few. There was a lot coming up before that, um, even before him. But I think he really, since him, there's been like every every unit as a Stardust Ray Chainer, which is funny because I hate the Stardust Ray Chain. That delay, that long delay before it starts chaining, is so annoying to cap. Because sometimes I try to kill things or like do extra damage with an Esper because you're like that one percent short <laughs> on the trial or something, and it's like fuck. Why do you make it so hard to time it? Yeah. I mean, what can you do? We They can't all be Divine Ruination and Oriel Ray. I wish everything was Oriel Ray. <laughs> everything should just be Oriel Ray. It would be nice. Just change every chaining family to Oriel Ray. Uh, overall, I like this guy just because he brings a lot of utility. I don't really, I don't really see much use for him either given like all the units that already exist he's just like if you don't have someone who who increases your resistances uh increases your stats etc i don't really see a use or a reason to pull for him do you remember the old school days of computing when you bought a new piece of hardware and you had to go online to download the appropriate drivers to use it well that's what this guy is you know everybody is used to plug and play. You, you buy something new, you plug it in, your computer figures out what to do with it. You don't have to worry anymore. In the old days, it used to be you had to figure it out. And this guy is the plug and play for chain cappers, especially Noctis. He works amazing with Noctis. You put Noctis and him on a team and you have everything you need for Noctis to pump out massive damage. Um, but it works for any chain capper because he has a couple abilities that give the entire team a light-based ability. It does like negative damage pretty much, but it's an Oriole Ray chain. It has an element and you can literally just use anybody. Have like four useless units in there just to use build the chain. And this guy will cover everything else and you have your finisher to just finish. So that's kind of his role. I agree with you as far as supports go. He's not amazing, but how easy he makes it to plug and play any any finisher i think that's kind of cool one thing i do really like is that fact but it's dual castable with his the power of kings ability which gives everyone a killer plus on demons humans fairies and undead so if you are in those types of situations with those two things together he does actually increase the damage significantly to you know, like, he, he can actually increase your team's damage like crazy just because he puts chainers in so you don't, like you said, you don't need to worry about making a chainer if you have a chain capper like Noctis or if there's a few others as well. Um, but then he also does increase your damage like crazy because of the killer plus that he can give everybody, which is quite nice. Like, he, he has some decent utility. It's just like you said, 
this is your <laughs> this guy is your plug and play unlock for uh, chain cappers or chain finishers that's as soon as i saw him that's what immediately came to mind like you can put him on any team with a finisher and that finisher is immediately usable and it's it's just really nice it makes it very simple instead of having to figure out okay i need to get an imbuer i need a couple people that can chain together i need the you know what i mean and this guy is just you plop him in and you're off to the races he just makes everybody on your team a light chainer <laughs> using like we mentioned earlier one of the best chaining families the easiest ones to cap oriole ray what do you think of his tmr and stmr i i i'll i'll come clean and just say to me they're both extremely lackluster uh, yeah i mean there's not like his tmr is hp by 20 percent, attack by 40 that's like so standard it's ridiculous you know like it doesn't get more cookie cutter of a tmr than that the hp is nice but it's not enough to make up for the 40 percent attack i feel like that's low and then the defense spirit buff on the passive is pointless because it it's a casted ability it just auto casted and it gets overwritten by almost any support in the game it's such a low low number do you know what i mean so that f practically is useless, right? Um, I, I could see niche uses where you're running an all, like no supporty, no no tank team, or you just want to do damage, and you want your DPS to survive that little bit longer. But that's like a one in a hundred situation. Most of the time, we're running teams that can provide better buffs and mitigation, and to the point where this like defense spirit increase of eighty percent is practically a wasted ability it does nothing um i believe it it'll auto cast when you re-raise as well so in certain bosses they'll kill you and then keep hitting you it can help in those situations but but i mean if they've it's, killed it's you through rare. your mitigation and like your 150 to 200 percent buffs i don't think the 80s are gonna you know not really but it, yeah i i get it i get it there's i don't know i think i'm trying to think of a way to redeem it because it's just it's a new rainbow tmr oh they can't all be the best right they don't need to be the best but it's like we just had one that was 50 percent attack with like something else on it and you give me this crap <laughs> you know what i mean like you have you have some that are like oh yeah that's really good and then you have this it's like it's an awkward 40 percent attack so if you're trying yeah. to hit that 300 cap and be efficient this is kind of awkward HP plus 20% is nice. It'll make people tankier, make them a little bit uh, more survivable. And then the passive, which is supposed to make it a little bit better, is just lackluster. At least make it 100. Like 100% would have been nice. You know, yeah. double your double your uh, buffs. But what can you do? His STMR, uh, pretty standard sword. I love that it gives you lots of MP just because uh, typically DPS type units or, or units like this guy do use up a lot of mana and I think a lot of bosses like to drain so sometimes it can be handy to have that and then the high tide is nice to unlock his limit burst a little faster his limit burst is really good yeah but i think the thing for me is mp on physical dps is never an issue the only time i'm running into mp issues is if i'm running one of those quad casting or penta casting chaos wave mages on anybody else the max we get is like a triple cast or quadra cast for one turn 
And usually the abilities cost something stupid like 45 or 50. It's it's not crazy. Um, when you compare that to like the Chaos Wave family people that have sometimes a spell that costs 70 or 80 MP a cast. So to me, if you're using the sword on him, I don't know why you... Like he does have an, a limit burst that does nice damage, but none of his other skills do. And I feel like it's better to make him more tanky and more survivable. I don't know. And I wouldn't see myself using like this sword. It is a good sword if you have nothing else, but if you have any other of the STMR swords, there I, I would rather use any of them. Like when you compare this to Radiant Lightning's sword, it's it's a no contest. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I would literally only use the sword on him. And because his TMR is not the greatest, I would rather put this sword on him to unlock his little TMR STMR ability because uh, that's useful. Defense spirit 60%. The charm resistance is fantastic. And then just leave it because I don't want to equip. Like, I really don't want to equip that TMR if I'm using this guy. I really rather... wish he had, like, any ability, even one in his kit that wasn't his limit burst that actually did any semblance of respectable damage. Not even amazing, just better than, like, five star or four star level numbers you know what i mean i know he's a support but like it doesn't mean you have to gut entirely his his damage like when you look at someone like warrior of light or whatever radiant i can't remember the cg warrior of light that just awakened came out, warrior of light, he I think. he has respectable modifiers despite being a tank right he wants to stack defense. His modifiers scale off defense, and then even the modifiers themselves, you know, you're not comparing it to, like, uh, Alder King Rain or whatever, but they're respectable. They're going to, like, do more than give the enemy a massage. Whereas this guy, uh, the only damaging ability worth using if you're looking for damage is, is his limit burst. Nothing else is even worth it. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, eh, I get that they're putting a sword in there just because of that's kind of what's in his sprite i'm sure that's what he kind of has some ties to the game as well i've never played 15 but uh, i'm sure it all makes sense it just sucks that these are the stats that they gave it just because it doesn't really fit yeah that's the only downside because he there's not a lot of synergy i want to say between the stats of his tmr and stmr and his kit as a unit I just, I wish they gave him a bit higher numbers on his damaging skills to make it not feel like a waste to use. I would have rather seen them take like this, take a hundred attack off and give him like extra defense or HP or something like trade off that way. I don't know, like do something else because he's not going to be using it. Realistically, he's not using the attack. MP, like I said, it's useful, but like it's a stretch because it'd have to be like someone who's MP draining and you'd have to have a unit that uh, triple casts expensive abilities every turn, like 80 to 90 MP per cast on triple cast to yeah. have them run out of MP. And I mean, mana uh, batteries aren't exactly rare in the game anymore. I mean, even uh, Regis himself is a mana battery. Exactly. So, he actually has an ability that restores a crap load of mana. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, like uh, the MP stat is not... It's not as critical as it used to be. Yeah, it's no. just not. And that's Regis for you. He's a great support unit. Uh, fantastic for setting up chain finishers or chain cappers. Uh, people like Noctis. Just because he does 
unlock chaining, elemental chaining, really, really easily. And then he has some decent buffs, some mitigation, yada yada, the other standard stuff you get. Pretty decent. But let's talk about our tr cool con collected. I don't know if he's collected actually, but the trench coat wearing badass. Arden. I don't know what to say about Arden. He's a DPS, he's a Stardust Ray Chainer, and he basically wants to spam his one ability, the Warp Strike Pain. That's his highest damaging ability, and you're just going to sit there and want to stack it. I mean, you have like other things you want to do with him, like Spectral Charge and his cooldown abilities to set it up, like with other DPS, but he doesn't bring anything too fancy out the gate. He's just... You know, he's got two elements, he's a chainer, he does damage. Um, the one thing I notice when looking at his kit is his limit burst. It's one that, honestly, if you don't have the pots, I wouldn't even bother potting. Because when you look at what it gets from going from level 1 to level 30, it only gets a bit more damage. It doesn't get any extra fire and dark resistance or imperil. It does, like, it just, it straight up just gets a bit more damage and not even enough damage in my opinion to make it worth it overall it's only six times yeah like modifier. it's nothing else about it changes so it's like what's the point it's it's just like, interesting to it? see i'm used to seeing limit bursts that have other aspects of them grow as well as you put pots into them but this guy you just gets a it, it, it almost like going back a tiny to, bit of damage yeah like you'll it's see like a difference but it's not massive I was going to say, if you have nothing else that you're potting, limit bursts, and you're like overflowing with LB pots, throw it into this guy. You never know when that six times modifier is going to make the difference because I've had those situations. But realistically, and it's, this, it's the same with Regis. The main reason I would even use Regis's limit burst is the mitigation. Oh, the, the mitigation, mitigation is 50. That's it. Yeah. It, it's just and it's don't not just 50. Yet. It's 50 over three turns. I I forgot to even talk about that. And that's actually really nice because you can just set oh, it it's and really like, good. forget it, you know? Yeah. And there's no point to put pots into it because you you're using it for the mitigation. And that doesn't increase. The HP barrier doesn't increase. It's just the damage. And realistically, you're not. He's not a DPS. You're not going to be pumping out damage with that guy. Yeah. Both of them have the same thing. very economical it, limit bursts. It's kind of the same thing here. Um, you can use this as a emergency fire and dark resistance break. He has one in his kit already that's equal slash better. Um, so you don't, I don't know, you don't really need to worry about it in my opinion like there's no reason to ever use his limit burst unless you just need the break and like you said uh, there's no sense charging it up i mean he'll chain with all the other people and yeah you can pump out damage but you'll be doing you'll realistically do more damage if you triple chain his warp strike pain at max stacks well i think he i don't know if he has a triple ability he i think he can either dual or double cast or he's a dual wielder so usually you're just going to be Okay, fair enough. You're going to double cast his yeah. Warp Strike Pain, but he'll still do more damage. Yeah, for sure. I, I The only time I would do it is because his cooldown ability that decreases resistances has a five-turn cooldown, but only three turns of effect. I could see popping the Limit Burst to oh, kind of continue. Literally just use the other. He has Flames of Rage. And then just use the opposite one, the Mastering the Darkness. Their extra effects aren't that crucial. No, no. Mastering the Darkness is uh, green magic. 
it increases your resistance to fire and dark, whereas oh. the other one decreases. So See, you would either have to... Uh, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> you'd either have to loop in his limit burst for the 100% break, or you would have to use his weaker 80% breaks, uh, depending. I, I don't know which... I haven't done the math. It might be better to skip the limit burst, but I, I don't know. It depends, I guess, also who you bring. So if you bring somebody who's a strong limit burst chainer, it it might not be awful to use the limit burst on turn three or four whenever the other one expires. Yeah. So it, it just depends. It, yeah, it depends how you're playing it. it. Overall, let's say you're using a duplicate Arden. I think it's better. You'll do more damage pumping out Warp Strike pains uh, in the long run because you'll get way more damage out compared to using the limit burst. But yeah, you're I right. If you do have someone, do it, for sure. If you have someone like uh, Aldor King Rain that you're chaining with, all his damage is on his limit burst, so you might want to like flop back and forth. And also, but... if you have an external imperil for the element you're doing, you can use burst stones to use spectral charge and further increase the damage of warp strike pain rather than using his limit burst. It just depends on your situation. Exactly. But that's pretty much uh, these two units. Uh, they're pretty standard. Uh, Arden is your Stardust Ray Chainer. The one thing about Arden is he can break pretty well. It just takes time to ramp up, which kind of sucks. So kind of like a emergency style break. He's, his main role is damage. And then Regis is 100% just a support. Uh, great for generating chains. What do you think of his TMR and STR? Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. I forgot he even had those. You get a hat. Um, I like the hat just because there's the free LB gauge fill, which can be nice. Hat is you okay. Can... In my opinion, I still like Precious Hairpin a little bit better because of the extra HP on it. Yeah, unless you need, like, if you need the Dark Resist, this is pretty good. Yeah, the only Other situation that, it's like, it's I like use a this is Dark Resist, or obviously on Arden himself. Hat. But uh, on units that aren't Arden, I think Precious Airpin for me still beats it out by a little bit in most scenarios. Now his STMR on the other hand, mwah, it is just 60% <laughs> attack and 20% HP is really nice. Uh, lots of attack, lots of HP, but then you also get increased resistance to all status ailments. So you're think... not sacrificing a slot to unlock that. You're kind of getting that on a yeah. piece of... Uh, materia that you want to use anyways the fact that you have 20 percent and 60 percent of two very useful stats on top of ailment resist is nuts because when you look at it for example uh elena's stmr is 60 percent attack 60 percent mag right and it's actually usable on some mages and dp or physical dps depending on what else you have 60 percent is a lot here you're getting 60 percent 20% extra HP, and then a ribbon basically built in. I, I love this STMR. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, way better than Regis's STMR. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll be honest, the ribbon effect has lost a bit of value because a lot of supports and uh, healers or white mages come with resistances built into their kit so they can give it to the whole team but there are situations where the buff will expire because you know something stupid happened and your healer has to actually cast a curaja or whatever and it's nice to have this on a key unit that you don't want to get status or even sometimes that when things have preemptive attacks things like that i think i still think it's 
useful to have the ribbon effect. You forgot that they recently introduced uh, ailment resistance breaks into the game. So oh, but this so basically... I think the way that works is this uh, ribbon is what would be affected by that. But yeah, if so, you if you apply like an ability, for example, if you're using Folka's resist or abilities to give your party resistances, that's not affected by the the breaks the enemy applies, because it's considered an immunity, like that comes from a skill, like a special status. See, because when you read the text of the skill, it's increased resistance to this by a hundred percent. Yeah. Same thing here is a hundred percent resistance to all status ailments. So. I don't know if this is true or not, but in my head, it's like you have this and you have the ability, even if they break a hundred, you still have another hundred to go, <laughs> but who knows? I could be completely wrong. It's new. I haven't really looked into it and I haven't had issues, uh, with the enemies that have had that, uh, ability. But I still think it's good, something to consider. Um, but just throwing it out there that the value isn't what it would have been, say two years ago or even a year and a half ago. Dude, if you had something like this two years ago, holy fuck. <laughs> would have sold my kidney for this two years ago. No, I wouldn't. But you know what I mean? Like this would be this something yeah. like this would be insane two years ago. That's pretty much it for the content this week. Uh, Arden and Regis coming in as units, both seven star. Again, yeah, very... we're not getting any two star, three star, four star units, which is fantastic. We never get two-star units, but I don't know why I said that. You're just counting down. <laughs> no one-star units. That's awesome. No, no I'm so sick of those one-star banners. Those fucking one-star banners, man. I'm so done with that. Yeah. No uh, more risers, please. But it's nice to just have the seven stars. We don't need more three and four stars. Just no. get rid of that. Yeah. Give me seven stars or give me nothing. I agree with that. It's been really nice seeing the last three or four banners that came out. The only new units introduced were the five-star units, and I think that's just the way it should be. And it should have been implemented a long time ago. I'm glad to see it now. Better late than ever. Years ago, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's nice to see, finally. So, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you in the next one. Peace. See you next week. <laughs>